0: Hello, you're listening to your favorite podcast, Not Another Sports Podcast. And before we start our episode, we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all the fans who've been supporting us to this time. And if you're a new fan or just now listening, uh, make sure you subscribe and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Not Another Sports Podcast and at Twitter, N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast. Now, enjoy the show.
1: Welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast—not another sports podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. Me and we have my co-hosts, Kevin and Jordan. Yo, what's up? This is Kevin. Yeah, and this is Jordan. Yeah, and this episode is strictly NFL. We're gonna talk about the NFL today. And with four weeks left in the season, the playoff picture is starting to shape up. Um, we still got teams fighting for really the only—it's only two teams, one in each conference. Um, that have clinched the playoff spot so with that being said we're gonna start with the NFC right now number one the number one seed is New Orleans they've already clinched their playoff spot Green Bay at two the Rams at three the Giants at four because they're leading the NFC East Uh, five Seattle number six is Tampa Bay number seven is Minnesota eight is Arizona and Chicago is number nine so with that being said, I'm gonna start from the bottom up. I don't think um, Chicago is going to make the playoffs. Um, they don't have their their quarterback is trash, both of them. Um, yeah, so you even if they do, they're gonna get put out in the first round. But I don't think I don't see them making it. They are probably gonna finish eight and eight.
0: They started five and zero and lost like four, four. Well,
1: they not five, four, like
0: five and zero, but they five and seven. I think they lost like
1: six in a row. Yeah, yeah, I saw that that come up uh, somewhere. Anyway, um it started Nick Foles too early. Hey man, Nick Foles won the game, he came in. But it y'all was know, the Falcons. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking, I was it. Anyway, um next team, Arizona. I could see them making a playoff. They play in a tough division though. Like it's they still got a pretty tough schedule to finishing, rounding out the schedule and yeah, it would be it's gonna be pretty tough for them to make it, but they they're gonna be depending on what other teams do. Like I could definitely see Minnesota falling off because Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins.
0: Now that they beat the Buccaneers this week,
1: I said what I said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, um, up next we got Tampa Bay. Um, if they don't make the playoffs, Shannon Sharp is gonna have a field day. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, granted they got the uh, Falcons twice, so that's you could they could uh, quite easily win both of those games, and yeah. So, I, I mean, I think, we'll, I think Atlanta will probably get one of them. But I also said that against the Saints. So, you never know with them. With that being said, uh, Seattle, I think they're going to be the scariest non-division winner. Because they, um, right now. They, you don't think they'll win their division? Hey, man. The Rams look pretty good. Doesn't. You're wasn't not that, wasn't wrong. that Thursday? Yeah, they play Thursday. They, yeah, they played them. the Patriots. Yeah.
2: When do the um do the Rams and the Seahawks play again?
1: I think they already played twice. Yeah, they already played twice. Hmm. Uh, so, uh, yeah. and now with the division winners, I mean the division leaders, I think the Giants gonna win this is their best chance to win the um the NFC East. Even with their 0 five start, they're still right now sitting at five and seven. And they could very easily they play I think they finished with the Cardinals. The, yeah, they put the Cardinals this week, and then they got the uh, Browns, I think, and then they f- wrap up the, the uh, division with the, I want to say, the um, Cowboys. Yeah, they do play the Cowboys. All they They're gotta right to do
0: is win two games. Exactly. Eight. Well, maybe even one, depending on their division. The Eagles. The Eagles probably gonna lose this week and knock them out.
2: Okay. Yeah, they play the Cardinals this week. Then they play the Browns, the Giant. I mean, they play the Ravens, but they play the Cowboys at the end of the year. Yeah. So I don't see them beating the Ravens, but I could see them beating. Um, <clears throat> I could see them going two and two. But the thing is, I also was looking at this the other day, and the Cardinals also have a pretty easy schedule. They play the. Um, they play the Giants. They play the. Uh, Eagles, They play the 49ers, but they also play the Rams. So yeah. it'll basically come down to who wins that game, who will make that. I mean, well, the Giants will probably, I mean, they'll, they'll win their division. But if the Cardinals lose that game, they're probably going to, um, they're probably not going to make the playoffs. Because okay. I don't see them beating the Rams as well so that w- they would end up going 2 and 2 if they beat the 49ers which isn't like a guarantee right so yeah the cardinals definitely need this game more than the giants do but i was also looking at the um the washington football team's mm-hmm. uh schedule they have they don't have they're not out of it i could see them winning the division cuz they do play the 49ers
1: which they have the again, same record as the
2: Giants. they do. So it basically comes down to if they can steal that uh, Seahawks game, which obviously isn't impossible because the Giants did it. Um, but they do play the Panthers, which is winnable. And they play the Eagles. So yeah. but that division is still up for grabs, basically. And they did just come off a, a good win against the Steelers, who I. We'll talk about it later. I don't think they're that invincible. I've been saying it all year. But it was for different reasons. I thought it was more on Ben Roethlisberger. But I just, I still don't have that much faith in them um, right now. But, I mean,
1: yeah. Come on, bro. (laughs) Anyway. I think the Rams um gonna win the NFC West just because it's gonna be a lot for everybody else to catch up. I mean Seattle is one game behind them, but they've already played twice and uh, it's four weeks left in the season. So and the Rams looked pretty good the other night against uh, the Patriots. Green Bay, yeah they're gonna win that division. They're they're really fighting for the second place seed. They still got an outside chance to make the um to get the number one seed but they would need New Orleans to lose twice. Yeah. No. Green Man. Bay, yeah. No, them. they would only need them to lose once.
2: They have the tiebreaker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they New see. Orleans is is in a win at all costs mode for a while.
1: Yeah. Speaking of New Orleans, y'all think when Drew Brees come back, they gonna stick with Taysom? No. I mean. No. I mean I don't I I don't see why
2: they would. Drew Brees has proven that he's like he can do it. It's not like he was looking bad before he left. I'm just saying he was having as a pretty a quarterback, good quarterback. As a quarterback it's hard to
1: come back from eleven broken ribs.
0: Um I mean he broke something last year and came back from it. and look, at his Exact same. I mean, it's Drew Brees. If anybody can do it, it's Drew Brees. There's certain people yeah. you know that can just do certain things.
2: I mean, I don't, I don't know. I. They have four weeks left. They <clears throat> is he playing tomorrow? I don't think so. So no. So that's three weeks. I mean, you want him to get some type of work. <clears throat> Excuse me. You want him to get some type of work before the playoff starts because if they went out they will have that time off so that that would be a lot of time off um so I mean I don't know I wouldn't if if you're planning on sticking with taysom Hill you gotta stick with him the whole way because that's like I said that's that would basically he's been out for at, at least a month um so that would be two three months off. That that's a long time. I would if I would at least give him some work. So just in case, if if you're sticking with Taysom Hill, at least give
1: him the last game. Like
0: sticking with Jason, chasing him through the playoffs. They're,
1: they're looking. I at mean, they're eyeing Drew Brees' is return for Week 15.
0: You're definitely not winning the Super Bowl if you don't put Drew Brees back in.
1: I mean, I agree. You
2: I'd definitely
0: got to put him in. Now, mean, if you want to ride him and make sure that. He's healthy for the playoffs, and have Taysom Hill just start finish the regular season. Now that's cool, and let just make sure Drew Brees come back. He's a professional; he done been but in situations before. But I mean, that
2: that's not the answer. That's what I was saying because that's too much time off. You are gonna have to give him at least some time. If if you're planning on putting him back in, then put him back in, and then um, I mean, I wouldn't say save him because that's. That's, I mean, he's a quarterback. You're going to have to get him back in the groove of things. Like, So what are you saving him for? You're going to have to put him back out there. It's just probably things making sure he's completely football, healthy.
0: So. Now, if he get out there and he get hurt and you rush him back out there. And no, I'm not saying
2: him. rush him. I'm just saying you know better than – they know better than I know. So I'm saying why, why would they um, – Why would they put him back out there if he's not healthy? You could just go ahead and wait. But my thing is, if you wait too long and he's if he's fully healthy and you wait trying to save him, then he will he'll probably come out rusty and they'll lose that game, especially if they have the bye week and they have time off. True. True.
1: Now, how do y'all feel about
2: the rest of the NFC playoff picture? Um, I think I think the the Packers are gonna be an interesting team. It depends on matchups, but I think that they'll they'll be somebody to watch out for. But I think that the um, the um, the Vikings still have an outside shot at making the playoffs. I'm not ruling them yeah, out. They're
1: number, number seven right now.
2: Right, I said, I said at the beginning of the season that they could make the playoffs, and I'm still sticking to that.
1: Um, I don't trust Kirk Cousins.
2: Kirk Cousins hasn't looked that bad recently. In recent time. Yeah, he's he's mm-hmm. a regular season guy. He's not a playoff. Always guy.
1: revert back to Kirk Cousins.
2: Though. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he did reverse back to Kirk Cousins in the playoffs. It's not the playoffs yet. <laughs> but I mean, I think. Um, I think they have a shot, um, but it'll be, it won't be easy. They'll definitely have to work for it. Um, but I mean, this it's definitely not impossible. Anything's possible. Um, so yeah.
0: Um, my take on it. I still don't know who's a clear front runner to win this conference, uh. This year is actually a lot more parody to it. You can't figure out who's the best team because every team has their own flaws. Um, and with the Vikings, if the Vikings beat the Buccaneers,
2: yeah, that's what if I was, The
0: Vikings beat the Buccaneers this week, they're getting in the Yeah, players. I was
2: trying to stall so I could find their uh they their played, schedule. They, they play the Bucks yeah. this week. Then they play the Bears. They could they definitely could win that game. Gonna win that they're week. not going to beat the Saints. No. Um and but they they could beat the Lions. So if they could go 3 and 1, they could definitely make the playoffs. But that's if they beat the Bucks.
0: The Saints have, I mean, not the Falcons yeah. have another game against the Buccaneers,
2: right? They play they have two games against the Buccaneers. Yeah, they,
0: like, yeah. So like the Buccaneers schedule seems tougher than the Vikings at this point if they lose this game against the Vikings cuz I believe they will split against the Falcons. I'm, I don't believe they will beat them. Yeah, I don't
2: times. I don't I I don't think they're going to beat See, the last time I said that, I said that the Saints weren't going to beat them twice and they beat them both times. So I, I'm not ready to Make I'm not ready to just go out on a limb and say that they are. But the Saints are better than the Buccaneers. So I will say that I could see the the Falcons beating the Buccaneers next week unless the Vikings beat them. Then I think they'll come in motivated. But they play the they also play the Lions and then they finish out with the the Falcons. So, I mean, it's pretty much the same schedule. Um, it's just they got the Falcons twice. Excuse me. Yeah, but Which means
0: they have to win. They
2: have. This yes. Game. This is... Whoever wins this game will probably end up making the playoff. Because I don't... Like I said, again, going out... Of, I've said this again, and they've let me down before, but I don't see the, the Falcons losing twice to the Buccaneers. I, but I've said that at the beginning of the season. This isn't like... Recency bias, um, but I I actually have faith in them winning at home. It's just, the Falcons actually play really well against the Buccaneers historically, so they they generally have their number. It just depends on if Julio plays, because Julio
1: is the Buccaneers killer. So the defense ain't that great. Just saying.
2: hello this is jordan you're listening to not another sports podcast if you want to continue the conversation you can follow us on facebook and instagram at not another sports podcast and on twitter at n underscore a underscore s underscore podcast thank you for your support and back to our show
1: welcome back Next up, like I said, we're going to talk about the AFC playoff picture. At one, we got Pittsburgh, technically, because they. I don't know how that works, but anyway. uh, Well, because I guess they got more division when they're defeated in their division in their conference. But at number two, with um, with Kansas City, they already clinched the playoff spot. Buffalo at three, Tennessee at four, Cleveland at five, uh, Miami at six, and Indianapolis at seven. Las Vegas at eight, and Baltimore at nine. Those are my nine teams I think have a chance at making the playoffs. I don't think the Patriots going to make the playoffs. Um, it's not Ken Falk. It's, it's, it's not. not yeah. It's not. ain't got no weapons. It doesn't but. matter. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. like I did with the NFC, I'm going to start from the bottom up. Um, Baltimore, I think they still got a shot to make the playoffs. They got to beat uh, the Browns this week, but... I think, I, I, I think they're going to make the playoffs. Lamar looked a whole lot better passing the ball. Granted, it was against the uh, Cowboys, but that's not the point. He looked. He was putting the ball there. Um, they won. So, there's that. Um, Las Vegas. They are a hit-and-miss team. Like, the Falcons scored 46 points on y'all, bro. 43 points on y'all. And y'all couldn't even get a touchdown. That's all I'm saying. It's just... They're very hit or miss, so they got a chance to make the playoffs, but they're gonna have to play. Um, they're gonna have to play better. This is the same team that gave the Chiefs. They only lost. So, who's the seventh seed? Indianapolis. Who am I about to talk about next? Um, they yeah. are boring. This is a boring football team, but they they're much better than they were last year. So, <laughs> and, um, I mean, I think they got a shot to make the playoffs, but. I ain't gonna lie, I'd much rather see Vegas in there than um Indianapolis. But Miami, shout out to my boy Tua. You don't turn the ball over. And that's how you win games. So don't turn the ball over, play defense. You don't have to um you don't have to light the stat sheet up as long as you win. Cleveland, um People don't wanna believe in Cleveland because we know they what they've been historically, but I think since um Odell got hurt, that's actually been much better for them. Kevin probably gonna well, Kevin probably gonna talk about this later about how Baker Mayfield ain't it, but he don't have to be it when um, he don't feel the need to to get Odell the ball. He can just play loose. So yeah, Tennessee, another hit and miss team. They started out undefeated, and then ever since then they've been up and down. They lost to the Browns last week. <laughs> they did. And it was. It wasn't even like it was, uh, ugly. it was. It was an ugly loss. It was ugly, an ugly the, loss. The, the thing with them is they go as their running game goes. If you can't get Derek Henry going, then they're probably not gonna win the game. Um, Buffalo, I picked them to win <clears> the division <throat> very back at the beginning of the year, so this don't surprise me at all. Yeah, I, I mean, I I have more faith in
2: Cam than I had in uh Josh. no not Josh Allen. I have. I have a lot of faith in Josh Allen. That was my point. I had I told y'all last year that Josh Allen was a good quarterback, and y'all laughed at me. But I had more faith in Cam and Bill Belichick than I had in Sean McDermott and Josh Allen. It was more of a Bill Belichick thing. Um, I I had faith that he was going to find a way to win the division. Um, yeah, they're they're not going to make the playoffs, but I still feel like he did his job, and he did he made them way more respectable than what people were expecting them to be. Nobody expected them to make to even fight for the playoffs with all their opt outs. That was a um he did a really good job and I'm not saying that he should be coach of the year like I was earlier in the season because I mean that ship has sailed. Um there are way too many other more deserving candidates than him. But I feel like given the circumstances, he had a coach of the year-esque season. Um, and it's going to go unnoticed in history, but I feel like that he did a really good job given what he was asked to deal with. Now, granted, it is a lot of, uh, 99% of it is his fault because he didn't do good. Um, he didn't make good signings and, um, Trade, may I mean, not free, uh, trade, um, uh, draft picks. He's not a great drafter and, um, trade, he, he can't make good trades. Sanu, yeah, he's not a good GM. He's Mohammed Sanu was not that good. Um, he looked, he looked, he looked right. Time. He looked decent in Atlanta, but that's because there were other receivers to make him look decent. So I mean, if he's that, if you expect him to be that number one guy, you're sadly mistaken. Um, but um, other than it's that, not he Cincinnati looked,
1: Muhammad Sanu, so. Right,
2: he could he he could have. There was an opportunity to make a run at Emmanuel Sanders, who I feel like would have been a better fit. I don't think he would have been that guy either, but it would have been a better option given what you needed. Um, but I feel like. I feel like um they did a good I feel like I was saying all that to say he did a good job, but I still don't feel like they'll make the playoffs. Um but I, what's crazy is I still don't think that the Steelers are that good. Their their run game is terrible. Trash. Right. They can't run the ball at all. Um and if they can't force a turnover, then they they're not going to be that successful. Um, so I feel like, honestly, I feel like they can they can lose three more games um, to finish the season because they they play the Bills this week um, and then they play the they play the Bengals that that's a win but they could lose to the Colts and they could lose to the Browns now I'm not saying they are going to lose those games but I'm saying those are losable games um, so I'm not saying it's a guarantee, by any stretch of the imagination, that they will lose all of those. But those are possible losses that could happen for a team that was just eleven and zero. They can finish twelve and four. That's crazy. Mm-hmm.
1: I, mean, I think the Chiefs are gonna be the number one team when they yeah, all set them most it Does, set, does set them. In my opinion, they're the best team in the um, AFC anyway. So, but like. I, f- I forgot what they were. Um, how the subject started, but basically they were talking about the fact that they can score so um, so easily and at will. They don't um, necessarily play with the same intensity all the time. It's kind of like how um, when Golden State had KD, they know they could go off on the run at any time, so they didn't always play with that same sense of urgency. I think this year... Well, last year they showed it in the playoffs. They can come back from any size lead, but I think this year is going to be a lot more difficult. Because hopefully, if you get if you get the Chiefs down, you keep your foot on your neck and you don't beat Bill O'Brien. But yeah, that's how I feel about the um, the AFC playoff picture. Um, yeah.
0: I feel like. Well, I'm gonna start off at the top. I do think the Chiefs is gonna make the um, the number one seed. Um, they have been the best team in the AFC this year. Uh, they have the stacked team. Like they should be the best team. Um, the Steelers, like I said, the most overrated undefeated team I ever seen in my life. This team leads the NFL with drop passes. They pass the ball more than they run. Granted, they just got James Conner back, so maybe that helped their run game. But A still, little. they have five receivers that they all feel is number one receivers. I'm not that big of them. They're really good players. Juju Smith is the best receiver, so they feel like they could pass the ball. They have Ben Roethlisberger, so why not? Um, I told Jordan that he was going to survive the season. Jordan didn't think he was going to get past week
2: four. I didn't. Um, I, I did not. and I mm-hmm. I admitted that. I, I definitely said that I didn't think that he was going to survive. I did not.
0: <laughs> I kind of had a feeling that he was going to be a bounce back year because I got respect for Ben as a football player. Um, as a football player, he's one of the greatest quarterbacks um, we ever seen. Uh, I did say they was going to be a playoff team this year, so they making the playoffs um, is not surprising. Them being 11-1 at this point is, though, because I didn't expect this type of turnaround. they just been squeaking out wins, and at the end of the day, it's all about getting a dub. They've been getting a dub, but it's going to catch up to them dropping passes and not really being... I don't know. It's just something about that team. They just, they lack a star. I guess you should say that. Like they lack that person that you fear that's going to change the game. They have Fitzpatrick, but and he's a great player, but there's nobody on that team that you look at and be like, yeah, they're gonna win the game for them. So and the Bills, Bills is a comeback team for me. Uh, perform, perform it very very well. Josh Allen has shown a lot of improvement. And um, I think he came in the class with Jared Goff and, and right? No, that was Dak um, Prescott, Carson Wentz, Jared Goff. Yeah. Josh Allen came with Sam Darnold.
2: And, yeah. yeah. So he's actually shown that he's... Lamar the, Jackson was in that class too, right?
0: Yes. He's shown that he's the um, second best quarterback out of that draft. Um, he's playing at a high level. He got the Bills. To me, the most scariest threat to beat the Chiefs. Um, they they have, have a top 10 defense. Um, their offense is matching statistically with the Chiefs. So I don't see them being afraid of them. Um, who else do we have next after the Bills? We have Tennessee, Tennessee Titans, um, a team, unfortunately, that keep running over the Ravens. But they have one of the best players in the league with Derrick Henry. Ryan Tannehill has keeping the momentum and shown that uh, what he has done in Tennessee isn't a buzz or one hit wonder. Uh, he's a game manager, and he knows how to play the role, and it just shows that the Dolphins and the coaching staff at that time, <clears throat> Adam Gase, was destroying him. So let's see how Sam Darnold look without him. That's just saying. But... Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. I went to the Jets. <laughs> I went to the Jets. So when you go to the Jets, you lose
2: everything. Uh, Speaking of, they um, they probably are gonna fall to that number one pick because they are <clears throat> definitely going to lose every game. But <laughs> they might they might steal one game now because uh, Jackson. Jacksonville Jacksonville is equally as trash.
0: Yo, if you liking what you're hearing on Not Another Sports Podcast, make sure you follow us on all social media. Not Another Sports Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And on Twitter is N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support. Make sure you continue to stay up tuned and update with everything Not Another Sports Podcast. Now back to our show. Uh, yes, Tennessee. Um, Tennessee is another team, to me, I feel um, can win the Super Bowl. Um, unfortunately, it's a team that always runs over the Ravens when we encounter them. Um, they have one of the best running backs in the league, an MVP candidate with Derrick Henry. Uh, they have 2,000-yard um, receivers. And Ryan Tannehill has shown that um, that he's not a bust and that he can game manage and win football games. So, and they have a defense. And they was also up on the Chiefs last year in the playoffs in the AFC Championship. If they didn't leave the run game, they probably would have run the game. So, if they can control the clock and they can feed Derrick Henry and Derrick Henry can take them to the promised land, I can definitely see them upset in the Chiefs or Steelers in the AFC Championship to get to a Super Bowl. Now, will I say they will win a Super Bowl? No, I don't think so. I don't think there would be any of the NFC teams coming out. But they do have the potential to get there. Here we have the Browns. Um, Browns has been eating off a, a weak schedule. I am not a believer in Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield <laughs> is not it. Baker Mayfield is an ego-based quarterback, and, when a, and no one on the team can be bigger than him. If someone's on the team bigger than him, he will be little. And if he's the man, then you could see he's all right. He's not nothing special, but he plays better when he's the guy. I guess it's just a lot of ego with him and it's not a lot of wins right now they sit at nine and three and this will be the first time they have a winning record in over 20 i won't say 20 years but it's been over a decade mm-hmm. um, so kudos to that they're not going to make any noise in the playoffs um, and it's going to show that he's not that in the playoffs if
1: they can run the ball they'll be all right.
0: Yeah, because Nick Chubb and Kareem Hutt is a, is a dynamic duo in the back, and that's why they're 9-3. It's not most, mostly because of Baker Mayfield.
2: Yeah, it is their running game. And they and also have a
0: defense. They have um, the cornerback from um, Ohio State, and they have Miles Garrett holding it down. Um, and they also have um, the safety from Michigan still back there, I believe. No, nah, he um, went to the Giants. He, oh, yeah, he did go to the Giants.
1: So now Odell
0: train. Uh, but they, they're a team that I could see losing in the first round. Probably. Then we have the Raiders and the Colts. You forgot the Dolphins. How
2: are you for Miami, man? He don't believe in the I don't Dolphins. believe in He's the Dolphins. Hater. He's a hater. Um,
0: if you ask my father, my father is a lifer of the Miami Dolphins. My brother is a um, lifer of the Miami Dolphins. And they would say, I am a Miami Dolphins hater. I can't hate on my hometown. I love them. But they're not my favorite team. And I also know the deal. Like, they're not who everybody think they are. Uh, they're gonna fall off because they for one play the Chiefs this week, and that's gonna be a an L. And my Ravens is gonna take that spot. Of course, I'm gonna vouch for my team making the playoffs. Um, we're gonna. Our schedule is not as tough as the Dolphins coming up, and I could definitely see the Dolphins losing two more games and the Ravens winning majority of their games and probably only losing one. So I could see us taking that spot. And with the Raiders, the Raiders and Colts gonna beat each other out because they have to play each other. So whoever wins that game is going to control the last spot. And I believe that's going to be the Colts. I I mean, I did have the Colts and Raiders making the playoffs. I didn't expect Miami to be what they were. Um, so one team I picked is not going to make it because they got to beat each other. But I would definitely want to see the Colts. They're the most boring team, but they're the better team. The um, 49ers is a year away, a year away. And I don't know if they're going to make a decision with Derek Carr and just go around him and make some pieces or change quarterbacks. But whatever they do, they're they're a year away from actually being there. Um but yeah that's how I see the AFC.
1: Hey what's going on? Can't get enough enough of Not Another Sports Podcast? Well you can follow us on social media at Not Another Sports Podcast on Instagram and Facebook and N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast on Twitter and keep up with everything Not Another Sports Podcast. We appreciate y'all's support and y'all make sure y'all subscribe. And back to the show. Next up is going to be our award ceremony segment. Um, we're going to start off with MVP Coach of the Year um, and Comeback Player of the Year. So, with that being said, I th- I still think the MVP race is a two-team, I mean a two-person race. Aaron Rodgers and Pat Mahomes. Um, Rodgers is having a typical Aaron Rodgers year. He's not turning the ball over. He's scoring points. Um, doing it with less—that's the reason I would. Uh, I think he got a slight edge because he don't have nobody but my Montana. Yeah. That's Aaron Jones. He don't have nobody but Devontae. He has Aaron Jones. They can run the ball, but I'm saying he don't have no receivers but Devontae. Um, but yeah, I think um I give a slight edge to Aaron. Uh, coach of the year, I'm gonna have to say um Andy Reid because they didn't have a Super Bowl letdown. You see how um San Francisco looks. Granted, they have had uh, injuries and it's hard to um. Combat it with COVID and everything. You got limited rosters and all that and whatnot. But uh, Andy Reid got them right back where they were last year. So, and that's my Super Bowl pick. And comeback player of the year, obviously, we're gonna say Alex Smith. Cause I mean, he hey man broke his leg and he back playing.
2: I remember I said at the beginning of the season when you said Alden Smith. I said. Do you mean Alex Smith? And then y'all laughed at me. I was like, okay, watch out for Alex Smith. Aldridge Smith also is having a good year. He is, but I told y'all that Alex Smith had a shot. I picked. I ended up picking Cam, but I told y'all to watch out for him, and y'all, y'all laughed at me. But here we are. But
1: I mean, (laughs) to come back from that—not even just to play well, to come back and uh, play at all—that's that's that's the reason I gave it to him. But how y'all feel about this? Who y'all MVP? coach of the year and um, comeback player of the year recipients. Um, for MVP I would well I had
2: um, Russ going into the season I, and midway through the season he looked like he was on pace to do it but I don't know what happened at the midway point like I guess it was His when defense. they played the Bills I think that's when it first started happening like this but um, he uh, just started turning the ball over I don't know. It's just he he um he lost what was keeping him ahead. He was not he was playing well and their team was winning, but he wasn't turning the ball over.
0: He had to then do he more, right? His team because he don't have no defense. If Russell Wilson don't if Russell Wilson doesn't play lights out, they're not gonna win. So he kind of had to kept forcing it a little bit more, and there has been moments where that D- DK Metcalf wasn't who everybody kept trying to act like he was. Like, he had been doing it on his own for a little minute. And it kind of f- affected his numbers.
2: you wrong. not But, yeah, as of right now, um, I'm probably going to go with uh, Aaron Rodgers for the same reason that Brendan said, because there's really nobody else to throw to other than Devontae Adams. Uh, Lazar was out for a couple, I think a month. Marquez, Valdez, Scantling. Is Marquez Valdez Scantling, and he was also out for a while, so that um, <clears throat> hurt him. I think they lost the game because Marquez Valdez Scantling fumble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So <laughs> I wasn't tripping, but yeah, they. That's they have three losses now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they would have they would have had the tiebreaker, and they would have had the number one seed if it wasn't for that fumble. That's crazy. Um, but yeah. So I I can actually. I could still see them finishing with the two seed. I could see them finishing with the one seed. I don't see the Saints winning out. I think they play the Chiefs again. I mean, not not again, but I think they play the Chiefs soon. So, that might be a loss. Um, So, there's that. Um, So, yeah, I could see him winning the MVP. And rightfully so. For comeback player of the year, I had Cam that trade has sailed um, so yeah I'm, like, my backup plan is looking very uh, foolproof
0: with mm-hmm.
2: Alex Smith <clears throat> Alex Smith like some, like Shannon said all he had to do was step on the field and then mm-hmm. he won comeback player of the year so um, I think that's a solid pick as of right now and um, coach of the year um, I would give it to Sean Payton depending on if they win the number one seed, obviously. Um, um, That's what he's done with Taysom Hill is outstanding. Uh, Don't forget that uh, Michael Thomas just came back two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and they haven't really missed a beat. So um, I I like what he's done this year. I, I don't I think it's gone under the radar, so um <clears throat> that's something to look out for, but um like like Brandon said, Andy Reed isn't a bad choice. I just feel like the amount of weapons that they have is gonna have to cripple them somewhere, and I feel like that's somewhere it could cripple them Destiny. um so uh, yeah, I feel like an outside shot would be Mike Tomlin, depending on how they end up finishing up because of Ben Roethlisberger coming back. Um, but one that Brandon didn't mention was rookie of the year. I feel like it's, um, that's a interesting two horse race between Justin Jefferson and Justin Herbert. That's who Justin. So, um, I don't, I I don't really know who will win it. I feel like it's going to be a quarterback, um, race like most other awards and Justin Jefferson will end up coming short coming up short but he did have an outstanding um, season and I wasn't really expecting him to play as well as he did. I did say that it was a great fit seeing that uh, Stefan Diggs left but I wasn't really expecting him to do what he did. Like he was the first receiver with a thousand yards for the Vikings. I want to say as a rookie but maybe not as a rookie rookie. but yes as a rookie since uh um Randy Randy Moss I'm sorry I I get them too confused but yes um so yeah I've that was impressive I wasn't really expecting that and it's kind of interesting that the uh Eagles had their choice between Justin Jefferson and T Higgins we are both having outstanding uh, uh, rookie seasons so far, and they ended up with Jalen Rager, and he's not that interesting. Mm-hmm. He, he had a big punt return in the Green Bay game that they ended up losing because of the defense. But, I mean, other than that, he hasn't really done anything to out, to stand out like these other two receivers have. But, I mean, those are my picks. What about you, Kevin?
0: Uh, For MVP, I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers. Y'all already know how I feel about Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. There's no dude touching Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback to ever play the game. Um, In my eyes, he's the best quarterback ever. Might not be by Super Bowl accomplishments, but talent-wise, in my lifetime, in my history, looking at the game, he's the best quarterback to ever play. Uh, he's the MVP because he only has Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones. He has nothing. Patrick Mahomes has been blessed to uh, be granted a playoff team before he even stepped on the field. Let's not forget, Alex Smith took the same team to the playoffs. So, therefore, he was already granted a playoff team when he got it. His talent and his youth, along with his, you know, athletic ability, with that talent around him, just took it to a whole nother level. It's like firing Mark Jackson and adding Steve Curry in there. That's basically what it was. Um... He's having a great year, but I definitely have to give it to Aaron Rodgers because he's doing more with less. Coach of the year, easy. Mike Tomlin. Eight, eight and eight last year with a third-string quarterback. No losing seasons ever. Uh, I mean, you bounced back. No Ben Roethlisberger last year. You bounced back with Ben Roethlisberger. And y'all 11-1 and one at, right now? Yes, definitely got to be coach of the year, uh, without a doubt. And if it's not him, I have and to man, give it to I the still, coach of
2: Buffalo. I still can see them losing those last three games not, again not saying that they will but i can see after. even if they do they still be 12-4 and 4 and
0: had and was 8-8 last year and still the top two seed in the afc that's coach of the year worthy And so and um for rookie of the year right um, i'm gonna have to go with justin Herbert because he's been putting in the work he's been putting in the numbers and it's not his fault they have been losing it's more of his Unfortunately, it's more of um, the coach's fault. Like oh, yeah, if they're not him piecing him. together wins. Yeah, not...
2: Alex Lynn, it's been fun, yeah. but you gotta. Anthony Lynn, like, it's been it's been fun, buddy, but you gotta get up out of there. so, so it's not his fault, but I
0: definitely have to go with Justin Herbert. But um, I would say Chase Young should definitely consider, be considered. Um, Chase Young has been having a great season. He's coming in and looking like the number one overall pick. Uh, Well, number two, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, He's going to be something vicious. He's already vicious. Um, You see that hit he put on Joe Burrow. Um, So I definitely have him as consideration. But it's it's an offensive award, more like everything is in the NFL. So um, it's going to be a quarterback that wins it. Hey, you.
2: Yeah, you. Are you enjoying the conversation so far? Well, you can join the conversation on social media by following us at Not Another Sports Podcast on Facebook and Instagram and at N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast on Twitter. Thanks for listening and make sure you subscribe on whatever device you're listening to. And now back to your show.
1: Welcome back, and before we get out of here, we would be remiss, see that SAT word, remiss, Um, if we didn't talk about how Jalen Hurts, former Alabama quarterback, and former Oklahoma quarterback, former Heisman finalist, um, and national champion, SEC champion, all these accolades, he's getting his first start this week, Jalen Hurts, um, who do they play? The Saints. Saints. They do play the Saints. Uh, well, that's a oh, tough yes, matchup. Saints. But, and their offensive line is trash. But yeah. I'm excited about it. I like, I like I we were talking about it earlier. I don't think that um, he's going to be the long-term answer because the Eagles are married to Carson Wentz in that contract. But you never know with the NFL. Maybe if he shows well on these last couple games, somebody could make a trade for him. And it's teams that need quarterbacks. Like so. the Saints. Yeah, well. Falcons why are you playing? um that is true but yeah I think um, he got an opportunity to show what he can do and in the the game um, that he came in at the end against uh, against Green Bay it was a spark off the that they needed he they he had them right in the game their defense just collapsed at the end of the game so he had them within one score of um, tying the game up but yeah but i think i'm excited about i said all that to say i'm excited about uh Jalen getting his opportunity so because i know when his second year at alabama people was like well he's gonna have to change positions to go to the nfl and we watched the progression of how he grew into a um a solid nfl prospect from his last season at alabama the year he, they came back and um won the sec championship it was throws Jalen made in that game that he wouldn't have been able to make the year before. And then that whole season at Oklahoma he was just thriving. So I think um it's a good opportunity and if he takes advantage of him, the sky's the limit. So how y'all feel about Jalen getting his first start? Um,
2: <clears throat> I'm torn. Y'all know how I feel about Jalen. Um ever since he committed I've been a big fan. I that was back when I was I thought Blake Barnett was the future quarterback. But um mm. After I saw after he committed and I watched his highlight tape, I knew that like he was the he he should be given the chance to win the job. And then I remember we went to eight a, day and I was just watching him on the sidelines and um how he just commanded the um team and stuff. And it was it was very interesting to see. Like I could tell then that he was the starting quarterback. Like he was the answer for the team moving on from Jake Coker leaving and that he was the answer. But I mean, all that to say, I feel like Jalen is a good quality starting quarterback in the NFL, even if it's not for the, um, for the Eagles because of Carson Wentz. I feel like he should be given a shot somewhere like the, um, like the Saints, like the uh, Colts. I wouldn't want to see him on the Falcons. Like the Colts, the like the um, who else needs a quarterback? Like the Bucks, if they're moving on from um Brady. Brady, like teams like that, um, somewhere that has an opportunity for him not to start next year, or maybe not even the year after that, but somewhere where he can get a somewhere to learn under and actually get an opportunity Um, but I feel like um, all that being said I'd hope I have the Saints defense on my fantasy team so I hope he doesn't do too well Mm -hmm. I hope that he throws a pick or two but he still has that one drive where he looks like he can actually be a solid quarterback so they don't pull the plug on him too early because I don't feel like that would be fair. That would be unrealistic. You obviously didn't have faith in Carson Wentz to do well in this game. So why are you expecting him to go out there and be world beaters on a team that we all think can win a Super Bowl unless the Saints of uh, last couple of years comes back out? Then we're in trouble. But we feel like they're a Super Bowl caliber team. So. You can't just expect him to go out there and be just magic man and be a uh, uh, um this superstar Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson quarterback. That's not what he is, especially not yet. I feel like he still needs to develop, but I feel like he has that potential. He's he's not the runner of a Lamar, but he can run. He's not the passer of a Mahomes, but he, he still can throw the ball. So I have faith that he can develop these tools and become a, a really good quarterback. I just don't want this one game to be his, his only test. Give him at least two to three games. See what he can really do. Um... I can't remember off the top of my head who they play wow. next week, but I know they 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 don't have the world's toughest schedule. They we'll so, play the
1: Washington football team at some point because that's
2: the only other. Um, yeah, it's the only other division. They play players. the they yeah the Eagles play the um they play the Saints this week. Then they play the Cardinals. They have the Cowboys in Washington. I would say just go ahead and let him run it out because the Cardinals don't really play that, um, they don't have that much, um, they don't have a great defense, so you can see what he has in that game, um, the Cowboys are the Cowboys, so you know you can run it up against them, I feel like this would be the test, go ahead and, um, give him a a long runway, see what he has, don't, don't just yank him out, um,
0: um, is long overdue. Um, Carson Wentz hasn't been the answer. Uh, he's shown a lot of regression this year. You can blame it on Doug Peterson or whatnot and say Doug Peterson hasn't done a good job with him. All I know is Doug Peterson took Nick Foles to the Super Bowl and won it against Tom Brady a year and a half ago. So you, I don't think it's on Doug Peterson. I believe it's on. I believe it's on the quarterback. The quarterback has been hurt in the past two years when they needed him most. He's. This is first year actually staying solid in the in the meantime, and um, I just think it's just time to make that switch. Jalen Hurts is not gonna have a good game against the Saints. I already know. I can already tell the rookie against the best defense in the in the league and Super Bowl favorites. It's not looking well for him. I just hope this is not his first start and only start. Um, he needs. Well, to... it is his first start. <laughs> like, like First and only start. Like one and only start. Like. But I think he should finish the season. Now, this is a lost season. They're not going to make the playoffs. And if they do, they're going to get bounced in the first round. Any team in the NFC is going to do that But in the NFC East. But I think it's good for him. And I don't think nobody's going to trade for Jalen Hurts after this. I think you can make a trade for Carson Wentz. I believe some team will come off that contract, get that contract.
2: I was thinking about this. As a Falcons fan, Brendan, what do you think about this? If you trade Carson Wentz for Matt Ryan, they have similar contracts.
0: Maybe a chain of scenery is needed for both players and stuff like that. Carson Wentz, I would not say, he's I, would a say trash player. I would
2: say I would say Indianapolis might be an option. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what, I don't know how the money would work out, but that would be an option because they still have Frank Wright as the coach and that's really the Coach that led Carson Wentz to the successful season
1: that he had, yeah. so I can see that. But to answer your question, I mean, I take it, I take Carson Wentz. He's much more mobile than Matt Ryan. Only thing is, um, he throw a lot of interceptions. He turned the ball over a lot. That has something to do with his offensive line. Granted, our, uh, we don't have the best offensive line in the league, but we um, we still our offensive line is better than the Eagles. So. I mean i I take I take
2: wins um yeah I, th- I think that that would be an interesting spot.
1: Welcome back and you know we're all for good news around here and not another sports podcast. And before we get out of here, we want to talk about something we don't usually talk about on here. We have a new woman position coach, Callie Brownsman. She's going to be the first um, female to coach a position. Well, she she, she was the first female to coach a position in an NFL game. She was a tight end coach for the game against um, Jacksonville for the Browns. Which uh one of her tight ends, Austin Hooper, shout out to him. He came from the Falcons rise up, all that. Um since two thousand eight. He um he scored a touchdown. So yeah, I think it's good to have um to have women in sports. Mainly because it's a lot of um if you it's a lot of mothers out here raising boys, so you know they're involved in their kids sports and whatnot so it looks good to have um to show that women do actually be knowing what they be talking about some of them anyway so yeah how y'all feel about this
2: um it's nice it's nice to hear it's always nice to be included <laughs> no matter who you are um everybody deserves a shot so i mean if she can do the job she deserves an opportunity to do it um I don't see why she wouldn't get this opportunity. I don't understand why it's taking this long. I guess you know the why. NFL. I mean, why well, I know why, but I mean, I guess the NFL feels like women don't know about sports, so why put them on a sports team? I mean, on a team to coach sports. Um, but I mean, I guess it could do something with the players because they don't really respect coaches who haven't played the game so mm-hmm. it might not be a man or woman thing it might just be she hasn't played it so they might not respect her opinion I guess um, I don't know but it's nice to see those doors open especially having a niece I like seeing these types of things happen so she can have as many opportunities as possible when her time comes so yeah
0: <clears throat> I think it's big um, back in the day we when people wasn't, you know, let's just let's be real, most people was ignorant. It was all gender roles thinking that this way is all men and this way is all women. Women can't do this and men can't do this. Or women is not knowledgeable about sports and stuff like that. I, I believe we way past that time. I know plenty of women who's knowledgeable about all sports who can sit and talk football, basketball, baseball, whatever you want. Like, okay. It doesn't matter what sport. They can sit there and talk about it and have good analysis and the same views as you. They might not play it like that, but they can play it in their own realm. Like, I think it's very asinine to think that a woman can't coach the game or not knowledgeable about the game. Because what is she seeing that we're not seeing? What can't, I mean, what can't she decipher that we can't decipher? So, like, um, I think, and I think it's pretty cool, you know. Uh, I'm not an opponent of just saying, yeah, let's just hire a whole bunch of women as coaches if they just because, like, no, like, we, as, is in it's vital that you have experience and um shown that you worked your way up to that not just giving out pity jobs i'm not i'm not a, a opponent of that which is why i'm not an opponent of the, the rooney rule like i don't like pity jobs i want you to give the job to the person you feel is the best candidate but also be fair at it um not been happen to not have to be forced to do something But it's it's, um, it's a special moment. It gives women the ability and the the notion in the field that they can do anything just as men can do anything because there's only two (laughs)
2: species.
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, it's only two genders. That's what you were thinking.
2: Yes, that is correct.
0: Yes, but I'm going to end it right there if I say something gonna get myself in trouble. Ah, on that note, we're going to wrap this episode
1: up like a Christmas gift. Ah, this has been another episode of your favorite podcast, not another sports podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. And make sure you follow me on all social media at Rob was there.
0: And this is Kevin. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Vice City Kepo. And be sure to look out for High Mamba on December 21st
2: yes yeah, sir, yeah, yeah, sir. And you can also follow me jordan at this underscore guy 11 on twitter at and underscore this guy 11 on instagram and you can follow the sports pages at not another sports podcast on instagram and facebook and n underscore a underscore s underscore podcast on twitter Go Gators. Roll Tide. Hold up, hold up, up. Before yeah, we, we go, gonna beat
0: them. next week is the game. We're going to come is. back. I'm going to either be highly disappointed and never, sad never. or highly turned up. And Jordan gonna and Brandon is going to be quiet the whole episode because they can't deadly. believe
2: it. Highly disappointed and sad for 400, Alex. Oh, <laughs> dang it. We can't even say that anymore. Rest uh, in peace, uh, Alex. <laughs> but yes, uh, highly disappointed and sad for 400. Ken Jennings, hopefully. But... <laughs> That's it. Roll time. Be safe. Go Gators. Roll time.